Parshius, it's actually a, the Seder Parshius, which is on the Shavavim, which is the Rosh Hashanah of the word Shmois, the Shin from Shmois, the Vav from Vaira, Bol, Bishalach, Beis, Beis, Yod Nam, as Yisra Mishpotim, and actually in the year which is in Ibriyor, um, how many years ago was this? I don't remember anymore, but there was still a Bachar, so it goes back a few years ago, probably 1981. Um, there is a Yid who was from Oberland. Oberland is Czechoslovakia. And he was visiting Intel's during Shavavim. And he said that historically, actually, in, he remembers back in Europe that they used to say special special slichas, special piyutim for um, during the Shabbosas of, not slichas, but the piyutim for the. Um, maybe it was slichas, actually it was slichas that they said shavim in the year which was at Ibriyor they did shavim tat and shumat tzava also it was shmeris all the way through shumat tzava so um, but what's unique about the parashi is, is these are the parashis which are the foundation of, uh, of all of our, our, our amuna uh, Rama when he talks about Yirgim Alekrim in his introduction, like he brings a pasuk for each one of the Yigimalikrim, he does not, he does not tie them to Yisus Mitzrayim, or many of them to Yisus Mitzrayim, but um, but in Rosh Shapiro in his sefer on the Yigimalikrim, he basically said he has a long introductory essay that all of the Yigimalikrim are, are rooted in the Yisus Mitzrayim. So these parshias are the parshias which are the foundation of, of, the, of our emuna, erasing the big parshias. Uh, historically, uh, of the Kabbalah, of these were, it's his man where, where a person can be misakin, what's on his chatas urim, that person is having thoughts about women, not lack, lack of kedusha, etc. So when that has become a, developed a common uh, modern idea of re- reviewing the halachas of Nida during this time and the halachas of Tznias, etc. Uh, but I, I think it's it's missing a little bit the root of the concept. The root of the concept is not simply about those ideas. The, the root of the concept is that Russia gave us a Mida, which is the Mida of Das. The Mida of Das is the ability to be to connect to something. And we mentioned this multiple times. The word Vayeda Adam Ishtar, the Pasuk says Vayeda Ishtar, means he had intimate relations with his wife. But the, the point is that the, the individual relations are a physical expression of an intimate understanding. When you truly understand somebody, you connect to them. And in Mayor, the physicality comes with it as well. A physical maisa without the true understanding of each other is not really a real keeper. It doesn't really connect. It's just a range of physical maisa. So the Torah specifically describes the act of a Hebrew between a man and a woman, a, man, a husband and a wife, as an act of yidiyah, of a true understanding of each other. So the true kayach of das that we have is with the Kodesh Baruch The Rosh created a kayach for human beings to have a, have a das of Kodesh Baruch And that's in this week's parsha specifically more than anywhere else. It says, Naman teida keni Hashem. In order that you should know that I am Hashem. You should know that keni Hashem of Oritz. And the Torah keeps using the lotion of Yedia. So this is not a muna. It's not a belief. This is a Yedia. So the reason... So, so what's different between Amun and Yedia? So the Belt says over from Chaim Brisker. Chaim Brisker says Yedia is... There's a certain amount of knowledge that we have that we know that. We don't have to believe it. We know it. So if I show you a big box uh, made of cardboard and it's, you know, corrugated cardboard, etc. So I ask you, so what does it tell you about the one who made this? What did the one who designed it? So I can tell you a lot about him. That he re- understands dimensions, he understands the, the, the issues of, of, of weight r- ratios, how corrugated works better than non-corrugated. He understands a lot of things. Can't tell you how tall the guy was. Well, how tall was he, the guy? Made? I don't know. What color were his eyes? I don't know. Right? So we look at the Bria, and we have a, we have a certain awareness of a Kodesh Baruch and that's our Yudhiya. There's certain things we don't know about Kodesh Baruch based on what we see. That's Emunah. That's what you know. The Velts over Prime Brisker. What was what was really happening in, in the parshiyos of, of Shmois, more specifically in, in Ve'era and in, and in Bo, Klayisil is being going through a process of, as it were, meeting a Kodesh Baruch There's a idea of the Rosh was the Barishimayim Oritz, and now we're as it were re-meeting him, right? Um, and there's a lashon of Yediyah again and again and again. And Klai, so it comes to, they come to know a Kaddish Baruch Hu. 
It's not a muna. It's a, it's it's an intimate under awareness of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's presence. Um, that's a beautiful language that Rebbe writes that Adam Rishon Kardam Achet. His awareness of Kaddish Baruch Hu was similar to the awareness of a child to a to a mother. The child's awareness of, a, of the mother is not based on thought, thought process. The child says, "You know, what? looks like my, my, looks like mom." Right eyes. There's an instinctive awareness of the of the mother. That's the relationship that Adarishan had with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. An instinctive awareness of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. After the Chet, that level of connection in general was gone. But we connected to the Kaddish Baruch Hu through the Das, through the thought process, through an awareness, through a thought process. Kaisel eventually, through the whole process of Yisus Mitzrayim and Mount Torah, goes back to Adarishan Kadamachet. Until the Chet Eagle. And what's interesting is David Melech refers to Kaddish Baruch that I have the same relationship with Kaddish Baruch like a child which is relating to its mother. David Melech, the Medrash says, was was continuation of, of, of Adamarishan. Adamarishan was supposed to live a thousand years. He only lived yeah. 930 because the Bereshim showed Adamarishan all of the generations to come and he saw that there was this tremendous neshama for David Melech and then it had no lifetime. They had no hour, no years, and Arishan asked the Kaddish "Can I transfer some of my years to somebody else?" And he said, "Yes, I gave I give him seventy years." And Adam Melech gets the last seventy years of Arishan's life, and Adam Melech describes his relationship with the Kaddish Baruch like a child being held in the mother's arms. Mamish that that description. So Adam Melech was able to get take us back, as it were. Well, he's going to be the Melech Hamashiach. Um, like you say in the Hashanahs, that he, he's going to bring us back to that madrega of Adamrish and Karamachet. That we're going to have that type of an intimate awareness which is automatic, which is, is instinctive. <laughs> the Kleisel is moving towards that through the process of Yusei Mitzrayim. So it's a Yidi, it's an intimate understanding. So let's just go back and just review that concept again. I want to make sure we understand it before we go right there. So we, we're familiar with the concept of Chachma Bina and Das. There's Chabad. Right, the three Madragas are Chachma, Bina, and Das. So Chachma is knowledge. Information. Right? I read the book, I have knowledge. So I have a tremendous amount of knowledge. That's Chachma. Bina is related to the word Binyan, to build something. I take knowledge, if, if I understand the knowledge well, understand the principles behind it, I can extrapolate, I can build on it, I can develop it. I can expand it. So that's binya. That's bina. So bina is not just I have I have the information, but I understand it to the point that I really get it, and therefore I can expand. I can extrapolate. I can build upon it. Um, I, I told you the story um, that the Rashiva told us about. He's talking to his Rashiva. The gift was talking to his Rashiva. Rabbi Sablog, about. That, that had that the Rosh Hashiva Rami Sabloch said to her gifter that it had Newton made the first principle of physics is that apples fall he wouldn't have made it to history it's a fact it's a true fact but when he understood the principle behind it that there is this force called gravity right which explains what, that there's something drawing the apple towards the earth because of the masses which are there and mass has has gravity so you could take that and explain the, the, the movement of the planets, which is like no shaykh is the apples. Right? So that's that's Bina. What's Das? So the Moshe, which we gave, I told you over from this beautiful saver. I think I actually read the piece to you once a few weeks ago from a saver called Pathways to Personal Growth. So he gives a very nice Moshe. It says, imagine, I think we discussed Melville, right? Hermel, Hermel, right? <laughs> So Melville wrote, his, his writing was a very... If you take his writing and you take out all of the adjectives and all of the, the, the descriptive sentences, etc., and you take just the, the, basic, the basic plot, it's about 20 pages long, right? <laughs> the, the actual book is like, is like 800 pages long, right? You know, so he has pages and pages and he's describing the crack in the window on Captain Ahab's door in the ship, right? So there's like three paragraphs on the crack in the window. Right? What is he trying to do? 
Right? So I, when I read the cliff notes of Moby Dick, I have the information of the story. I get it, right? It, experience it. You don't, it doesn't pull you in. Yeah. You don't experience it. Right? He writes so descriptively to the point you, you get absorbed into the story. Right? So there's, we, have, we have ability to actually connect to something. We, we function to connect to it. You know, a person, you know, a person gets, they can't put it down. I mean, it's just connect. You connect to it. You're so excited. You if what's going to happen next? Like really, it, it's a story. It's not even real. Like I have to know what's going to happen next. You, you're drawn into it. So that's the kayak of das. That a person can connect to something to that point that pushes, you feel you feel a, a true connection to it. So, I, I want to suggest the following. In in, in parshas, I, mean, I want to look at this from bond. We'll see this from bond inside. But I want to suggest the following. I once heard a a shear from Rabbi Dovrilovsky, and he doesn't say it this intensely. I'll tell you somebody else that says it in a moment. But he he says that we have a problem when it comes to Yom the Roy. He says the young, the the version of Yom the Roy that he absorbed when he was young is basically you know you've done a lot of errors, you're really in trouble, you better do tshuva, or else. Right, and then there's you know, and then the the theme of the day is you know either who's going to live, who's going to die, right, and then you start going through all the possibilities of how it's going to happen. You know, like so you, you know, do you, would you prefer skila? Would you prefer chenik? Would you prefer to be drowned? Would you maybe goldus and poverty instead? Like you go through all the sanatorium goes through all different options, and the chazan sits there and he cries about it. You know, right? and his chazan would sit there. You know, and there would be a long gate. You know, the different options of how you're supposed to die, and he sits there. He was terrified, right? And that's the message that he got of Rosh Hashanah when he was a kid. So he got a little bit older. He says, basically, it, it works like this. Listen, you blew it this year because, I mean, who, who didn't? You're really in trouble because God has got a big anger. He's angry at you. So he said, you know, there's a scowling face in Shemaim staring down at me saying, Orlovsky, you're in trouble. He says, all right, and, you know, he says, and I'm really going to get you. He says, that sounds like a dysfunctional father in heaven. Like, that's our relationship with the Kodesh Baruch the person was angry at us, he's out to get us he's going to get us, it's you know you're going to die like you know, and the Chazan of course, you know, Mimarek says like he's saying, die, die, die you know, so, you know, so, you know listen to things, you know, and I was like no, 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 like, you know, do I have a choice get, get over with quickly please like, he's listening to this thing, he's like what, what's this message over here, is that our relationship with the Kodesh Baruch I saw it in an, in, a, in an article where a person wrote it. I, I mean, Zaman Shulikin says, the version of some people's version is basically akin to Vanazar. Now, before we go right through, I want to point out, which I pointed out on the cheer that I gave on December 25th, Vanazar doesn't mean idol worship. Which word in that, in that phrase is, is translated as idols, please? Vanazar. Vanazar means strange worship, foreign worship. You can have foreign worship of a Kaddish also. Chas v'shalom. A person can, is is if, if you relate to Kaddish Baruch the same way you the the Erev Day Vodazor relates to Regetch because it's a Vodazor. So the Rosh created the Shemayim board. So that's a great, much greater accomplishment than you see it's right. So all of Rishonim asked the question: Why do we say Anoch Hashem Lekecha Shazikah Merzadam Hebesavodim? Why do we say Anoch Hashem Lekecha Shabrosh Shemayim boards? The the starting point is that the, the, the Kuzari speaks about it. Nebuchadnezzar Ezra says that um, Rabbi Huda Levi asked me this question, and he speaks about it. And the Ramban says that Nebuchadnezzar Ezra says, Rabbi Huda Levi asked me the question about it, so he speaks about it. And Rashi really answers the question without speaking about it. That's how Rashi works. Rashi doesn't ask the questions and answer. Rashi just tells you the tarot. You have to figure out what the. Right. Like that's the name of the statement. What's bothering Rashi? Right? That's always the question. Like, well, what's bothering Rashi? Rashi never tells you what's bothering him. Rashi just gives you the answer. Right? So, right, everybody's trying to wonder why, why you see it's right. So I'm not coming to, to, um, to replace the Rishonim's Terrence. No, he says, no, we, we experienced personally. Rishonim Moritz, we didn't experience personally. Right? You see, sometimes Machayev, us specifically, as opposed to other nations. All those are true. I think there's another Makuda which I, I'm, I, I want to be 
So there's the Israel Yilcha Lahimachir Mapunway. So what does that mean, Lahimachir So on the last page. Um, um, so the Sipurna says, uh, I already said so you don't want you to serve anything else like one who serves the servants of the king it says that when when um, the the Sarasashvatim were taken into Gaulus and what happened was they brought in the people from the the, 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 the from Kush, the Kushim, the Kusim to replace them. They learned the Sarah Kadash but they did not let go of their, their gods. Understand the Kodesh Baruch Hu, and even Kol Malkim, Ola Eifan Echad B'Shav. So you can't focus on the Eved because the Master is always there. I'm always Al Panoi. I'm always there. So the issue here, the issue of this passage is not that you're denying a Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's not the issue of La Yilchem and Lechem Al Panoi. But Azor is not denying Kodesh Baruch Hu. It's being aware of Kodesh Baruch Hu, but looking to the intermediary instead. That's how he touches the Pshat in the passage, which is the issue of what's called Shituf. That you cannot connect anything with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. You have to, service to Kaddish Baruch Hu has to be solely to Kaddish Baruch Hu, nothing else. One of the mistakes of the of the Avodah Ramam says at the beginning of Hilchas Avodah Zarah, Ramam gives the history of Avodah Zarah. Adam Rishon knew Kaddish Baruch Hu directly, and then Shais was the same, and the, the generation of Amorites already, they start saying, you know, it's not the covenant of Kaddish Baruch Hu to speak to him directly. He's not really interested in such lowly beings as we are. And therefore, it makes sense that, you know, just like you go to the king, you, you don't go straight to the king, you go to the, the, the intermediaries, we should do the same with the Kaddish Baruch That's what they argue. And this became the pattern of the whole world. So the Goyim did not deny Abraham's existence, but they put other things in, in place which they felt were more direct for them. Who changed that? Aramavinu. Aramavinu was a tremendous Balchest. So we spoke about this one time. Pasha, you say, you know, Aramavinu was a nice guy. Really nice guy. Really, really nice guy. No, he wasn't. I don't know what he was. It wasn't. But it's irrelevant. <laughs> Aramavinu said the same way Kaddish Baruch who serves all of us. He takes care of all of us. The Shemuel already needs. He's mamish. He's mamish. He's a balchets and a mitiv constantly. That's what he, the greatness of man is to be the similar to Kodesh Baruch So I want to do the same thing. So suppose the Bereshit doesn't care, and he's way out there, and he's not connected, and not other Bereshit is intimately aware of what's going on with us. He cares about it. He's taking care of us, and I'm going to do the same. For, be the same. So Ramavina was the Bereshit Maminim. Ramavina was the Munachesed. Those, that's not two different things. That's two, not two different realities. That's both the expressions of the same reality. His awareness of Kodesh Baruch was so clear that he understood that that's what man is supposed to be. That's godless. That's what I want to be. The same way I, I meet an, uh, a, a tremendously extraordinary example, shining example of, of what mankind could be. I, like to, I, I sort of like naturally, instinctively want to be like that. I understand that that's what the greatness is. I would like to be like that too. A Ramino's awareness of Kodesh Baruch Hu's greatness was his chesed. Right? We spoke about this in the, in the, in the, the first Baruch of Shemoneser, right? Remember this conversation? Yeah, right? First Baruch of Shemoneser is, corresponds to Magen Abraham. The Russian is, Ramino's the one which showed that the Russian spends his life taking care of us. So instead of the Russian being way out there, so I start an essay. I'm starting I'm making all these conversations with Kaddish requests. It's, excuse me, mehechatesi, mehechatesi that you, you that he's interested in hearing your requests. Mehechatesi that you write the request from him. Right? What are you bringing to the table? That you have a right to ask for anything. Not so bad. I learned from Ramavina that that's not how the Russian works. So I start an essay with this, this clarity of understanding that the Russian wants to hear from us. He cares about us. He doesn't feel that we necessarily deserve it, and that's irrelevant. He still wants to give it to us. That's what Ramavina taught us. Christ became of the Vedasara in Mitzrayim. 
which means that clarity, understanding that there's a direct, the Russian was so available and so interested that you, you don't want to go through intermediary. It's direct. Which Avraham Avinu understood, Sheva Levi they didn't fall, but the rest of Klaisel got confused again. From that point of confusion, the Russian gives the Torah. Imagine the Russian gives the Torah without Yisrael Mitzrayim, without the whole process. There'd be a mistake in our Kabbalah Torah. If I don't, I'm not aware that the, my relationship with Kabbalah is a personal, intimate relationship where he's truly interested in me and he cares about me. With Chashul, my perception of the Russian created the world and he's way out there and we deal with intermediaries. Also, now the Russian gives me the Torah. So, what's the message? Listen, I'm the boss. I have some things I want out of you. You got to listen to me. I couldn't care less what happens to you, right? That's not what it's about. But you know, here's the deal. You, you, it's my it's my house. So uh, there's a big sign in my house that says, "You walk before the house. We went to the house. You must wear a pink hat." I'm not sure gonna. But it's my house. I write to say whatever I want. And I also said, if you don't wear a pink a pink hat, I'm gonna throw you out bodily. And then, by the way, I've been bodybuilding, which I'm able to do that, right? That would be that's how we've been makabel the Torah. So the Medrash says, why Loshen Yochid? So the Medrash says, the Russian spoke, each member of Kalei heard a direct communication from Kodesh Baruch directly to them. It was a personal communication. The Russian says, I took you out of Mitzrayim. I didn't take Kalei, I took you personally out of Mitzrayim. I took specifically you. Kalei so had an had a intimate awareness of the relationship with Kodesh Baruch it was It was a personal relationship. The Russian cares about me. So what's the Torah for? To take care of me, because it's better for me. It's my benefit. It's a parent to a child taking care of their needs. So without you see Mitzrayim, just Bria Shemayim Baaretz, we wouldn't understand what the Torah is about. We wouldn't understand what the purpose of the Torah is. We would we would confuse it. If the Russian has an agenda, he has he's the boss and he likes to get certain things done. Russia says no, it's all about you. I created this whole world just for you. I, 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 my goal is just that you should be, have the best that you could have and I have this manual which helps you have the best that you could have but how do we know that we didn't know that because if we did we wouldn't be serving about Azaras in the middle so they come to Yamsuf and the Malachim say these are the Azaras these are the Azaras Moshe Benu goes says Moshe so, so what's the schus that they should go out and they're going to get the Torah the Malachim's time is a good time. The answer is Klai Yisrael is learning through Yisrael Yisrael a new way to understand, and they're going to leave about Azar because about Azar is ridiculous. If you have the interrelation with the Kodesh which you learn in Yisrael Yisrael, there's no need for about Azar. Because you have a clarity of Avayalakecha, the Russian took us out. From Yisias Mitzrayim, that's what you learned. Then there's no room for Elohim Even with me, you're not going to have Elohim because it's ridiculous. So, so that could only happen if they're slaves first. The shibut, the shibut has to shibut in time. Has to. So I, I, I'm going to suggest. I, I can't say it, could, it only could happen if they were that. I, I, but I'm going to suggest that the matter says why they go to, why they go why the Christ of God go to Mitzrayim so the more says because of Ravina was Asad Gadi Ratzmin Hachamim because he said B'mo'eda the different different elements of what Ravina did wrong which means that when you see that if Christ in general became over the Zorah it means that Ravina did not reach the, the element of perfection he was able to give it over to his, his, his generations the Russian says okay we're going to have to go through a process which is going to take you to the low of the low and from that moment when you see the clarity of how the Russian is going to step in and take care of you that clarity of understanding the Russians care about you is much greater when it's contrasted right? and then you'll have that clarity to be able to take it with you forever and you see Kleisel was was Kleisel which, according to the matter of it was something along the lines of a sheet tube. The Russian was the British Shalom, but there's an there's a intermediary which is helping us get, get. So they're back to this problem. It didn't work. It didn't work, right? It didn't work perfectly, right? So, on a region called a maquette, 
it was instinctive. There was no, I didn't I need a thought process. I did not need a thought process to understand that the, my relationship with Hashem was, I'm, I'm in his arms. And therefore, what I mean to, to me here, the child says, you know, listen, you know, he's in the mother's arms, he says, you know, hey, uncle, I need some help with my, get, contact my mother. Like, you know, what do you mean? You're in your mother's arms. You know that instinctively. Yeah, I don't need, I don't need an intermediary. I don't need anything else. I have a direct relationship. The purpose of Mount Tar was to give us that, relation, that direct relationship. The challenge which we had, I, I, I told you in a matter once, that uh, Rerukham says a word, which is like mind-boggling awesome. Okay, Say, I, I, we mentioned this multiple times that the names of the five chumashim in, in, the, in, the, in the Latin is much more a pichazal than the way we refer to them. We refer to them as Bereshish, Shmoisa, Yikrubim, and the Marm. Alpichazal, the first Sefer is called Sefer Yitzir, the second Sefer is called Sefer Hagula, then it's Tars Kahanim, Chabashab Kudim, and Mishnatara. So Mishnatara is the second law, that's Deuteronomy, means two, and Nomi means law, Deuteronomy. Chumash B'chudim is numbers. It's the, it's the book of numbers. Tarsakhanim is the laws of the of the Kohanim. That's Leviticus. That's the laws of the of the Levites. And Sefer Gula is called Exodus, and Sefer Yitzir is called Genesis. Okay. So Sefer, the second Sefer is the Sefer of Gula. So Ramban says Sefer Gula starts in Parsha Shmois and it ends. And the last pasuk is the Rosham dwells in Machlai. So in the the Rosham's Kodesh Mishkan. When, when the Rosham came back and dwelt amongst Klai Yisrael, that's Gula. The Ovis had that. They had the Shekinah on, uh, 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 on their Aleim. We got it back. We're back to being Gula. And that's, that, that's the completion of Gula. But if it's the Taich of Gula, we, we spoke about the reverse multiple times, the Gula is that, that interrelationship, that, what, that, that relative who cares that he's going to step in and take care of me when I'm down and out. That's what Gula is. Right, Kleisel theoretically should have gotten there after Mountain Torah, but after Mountain Torah, before Chetayegel, the Sepurna says there was no need for Mishkan. Russia's presence was going to be totally equal everywhere in the world. There was no need for a specific place because Kleisel was Chetay. The the end of Parsha everywhere, anywhere in the world. Now there's Chetayegel. Okay, now there's Mishkan. It's me specific place. The Chet Egel, there's a Medrash which says that the Kleis was Chet Egel. At what point do they actually start moving towards the Chet Egel? Right? So, um, the first number of the Medrash says that 39 days they were Nam to Kodesh Baruch On the 40th day, they started, they contemplated Chet Egel and they did Chet Egel. The next number of the Medrash says for 29 days they were Nam and for 11 days they were already, uh, you know. Wa- wavering with this thought process till eventually they did the Chet on the, on the 40th the next number says that, that one day they were Nehmon and for 39 days they were wavering and Remeyer says they were contemplating Chet that's what Remeyer says okay. so Biruchan says what does that mean we're holding by the Madriga of total total Amuna and trust of the Kodesh Baruch so where's the, where is the Chet so I, I, I gave you the following following example. A person who comes who's not from, and he grows up, and he really thinks about the world, and he thinks about it, and he, he looks into it, and he researches, and he talks to people, and he meets people, and he, he exposed to the Yiddishkeit. You know, you know, Yiddishkeit is the right way to go. So that's a beautiful thing. That's a tremendous accomplishment. The person went from zero to the awareness of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, of the Torah. He understands our Kodesh Baruch Hu, he understands Chavarinish, he understands the Torah. He gets it all. But what's the problem? The problem is, what vehicle did he use to decide his thought process? So he's saying like this, I'm a really smart guy, and I can think things too well, and I decided this is the right thing. So there's an I deciding what's right and what's wrong. There's an I over here. There's a tremendous I. So what's, what's on the pedestal? My mind, my tremendous, beautiful, powerful, intelligent thought process decided that this is good. So I'm great. So Kleisus is not something but who decided that? We did. That's what Yerukim says. That Kleisel, there's a flaw. It's not total subservience to Kodesh Baruch because it, there's an eye over here deciding that we decided it's a good idea to accept the Kodesh Baruch there. 
So we decide. So we can decide that. What's the tikkun? So the ultimate kelim says. So who built the mishkan? Betzalel. Right. The Torah stresses Parsha Bekude Betzalel built the mishkan exactly as the Kodesh Baruch came out of the mishkan. Now, why is that bechidish? Because Rashi says that when Rashi told Betzalel how to build the mishkan. He told him the order. Betzalel said, "You know, I think it makes, makes more sense the other way around." He says, "Ah, Tobetzel Kelisa, you were there. You're right. He, you got it better than me." Betzalel understood in his own uh, thought process the, the right way to do it. So Betzalel did not need to do it because Moshe told him how to do it. He could do it because he thought of it himself. But he did it not because he thought of it himself. He did because Moshe told him to do it. See, he was a vatal as das. The great, he was the greatest mind in the generation and he figured out himself and he said, you know what, but I'm not doing it because I figured it out. I'm doing it because the Russian told me to do it. That's the Tikkun V'chet Now you built a Mishkan. Now the Mishkan, now the Russian, now I can be in Claudius. Because you've given up, you took your mind off the pedestal, you put me instead. Okay, now I can join you. That's what Dalton McKellum's Hezber and why Betzalah had to be the one to build a Mishkan. It's an awesome piece. So Nasim Nishma wasn't such a great thing. Nasim Nishma was a great thing, but it, 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 it wasn't perfect. There was a flaw there which allowed for a mistake to happen. And flaws eventually build up. So the Avramovino had reached this Madrega almost perfectly way back when. Right? That, the, and therefore the Shekinah came and dwelt in Avramovino's tent. But it wasn't perfect, so it had to be replayed out in, in, in Klai Yisrael. And, and the process of that clarity was supposed to happen through Yisrael Mitzrayim. The Russian says, I'm going to make you so aware of my presence that you don't have to think about it. The, 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 the awareness, you want to get to a point that the awareness of, that we have, that the Yehidah the, the, says, you know, I think I like her. Every time I sit down to contemplate through my das, I'm, I'm connected. No, it's, it's, it becomes an intimate connection, which is a reality to the point I don't have to think about. It. That's how we're going to. Versus, listen, I can't take away your das because the only way you're going to get this figured out is with your mind. But I want the das. I want it to be a point where it's not a thought process. It's not chokhmah. It's not bina. Chokhmah is, is knowledge. Bina is a thought process. Das is not a thought process. Das is a connection. So the Pesach says, the man teda k'ni Hashem. The man, you should know, k'ni Hashem b'kerev o'aretz. V'yodah Mitzrayim k'ni Hashem. They're going to know it. The loss of Yediyah. Yeah. It takes away the Bechira, though. That is the Bechira. Huh? That is the Bechira. So, um, you're both right. Right? That, that there's a point of clarity which a person gets which, as long as you maintain that clarity, you're not being, you're, you don't have to choose anymore. Because right. the, the Barsham, the, 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 but the process of getting there is through Bechira. So the Ramam says um, that the, um, when the Barsham is Shaykel, let's say, Skar Ba'inish, so let's say I work on, I, I, have, a, I have an issue with, I have an issue with the, being not settled, you know, getting angry, etc. And I work on myself, and I work on myself, I work on myself, I work on myself to the point where it becomes natural to me. I, I don't have to think about it. So, calls man, I have to think about it. Each time it's tremendous Nisar, and I get to the scar. Nisar, I get scar. Now, it's what I'm doing this for 15 years, it's just so natural, I don't get a scar anymore. He says, no, 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 you get scar each time as if you had had been challenged because you were the one who chose to make it natural. So, so there is an element of, of, of you know, you're going to get the reward of the Bechira. So, the Yerim Ikrim come along and say that the Bershom created the world. And there's nothing else but a Kodesh Baruch. And the Bershom has no limits. And the Bershom is, the Bershom is, you direct, you dive directly to him. The Bershom has a communication for us. He does communicate to man. And he has a communication which is very clear to us what it is. And the Bershom is, is, is interested in, to the point that he's, he knows what we're doing and he's going to reward and he's going to punish. It means he cares. And the Bershom is going to bring a world which eventually we're going to be able to exist in this world in a way which is, which is perfect. That's Yugim Alikrim. Right? That's the process of Yugim Alikrim. That's what, that's what you see as I'm taught Claudius. So, that, that Bershom is, is clearly one in control. 
But more than that, the Russian cares. He's aware. And he's not happy with things which go bad, and he is happy with things which go bad. It's important enough to him to the point that he's, it's very important to him. From that vantage point, Christ had such a clarity that, that it, obviously that the point, the purpose of the Torah has to be, because the Russian cares that he wants to give us the, the best way to, to take advantage of the world and to use it the best for our benefit. Now you have a true understanding of Torah. No, the such is the karma of the Rambam. Oh. Says, right. Okay, so let's just let's just see this little Ramban inside a little and bit. That's, and, and that's like a, a derech, like a progression. The God, you saying that God leads us in, in that. The Ikrim, the Sefer Ikrim, from Albo says really you, you could theoretically take the the, the Yudgimel Ikrim of the Rambam and divide it up them up into three, or condense them into three. Hmm. The first one is the existence of the Kodesh Second one is the Tarmin Shemayim, and the third one is the Shchar Varnish. Right. So the first five of the Rambam really describe details about our understanding of the Kodesh Baruch The next four that Bereshem has the Vua, Moshe Rabbeinu's the Vua was was unique. The Bereshem gave the Torah to Moshe Rabbeinu, and he's not going to change the Torah. So that's really all about Tarmin Shemayim. But you can't discuss Tarmin Shemayim that you believe in the concept of of, of the Bereshem can speak to man. The Torah can't be abrogated because Moshe Rabbeinu's you know, was was unique and special. The Russian gave the Torah, and the Torah is not going to be is not going to be abrogated. The Russian promised that, so that's all Tarmin Shemayim. And the last four, the Russian was aware. The Russian rewards Mashiach and But but the point that you could reduce them to a, a different Lakuta, the, we're, we're describing really the the relationship. The Russian is the Russian is the source of everything. The Russian is is intimately aware of what's happening to us, and he cares. So we, we dive into, with Russian is, is called Yochel. He has no limitations. He's aware of everything, and he we talk to him directly. The Russian has wants to make a relationship with us, which is the Torah, and the Russian cares about the relationship that he wants. To, he cares it's for our benefit. That's the Scarbarnish. So we could describe the Yudgim Alikrim not as this, these Pratim of Emuna, but the Kaleisa reached the point of a clarity of understanding that this is, the, this is what, what life is about. It's not we have our life of Torah, we have Emuna that we... This is, this is the description of the relationship. This is what we're trying to accomplish over here. Okay. So if you look at the Rabban on the first page... Four lines from the, from the bottom. First page beginning with the, with the staples on the upper right corner. Okay. So the people got confused. Some denied the Kodesh totally. The rubles over here. That's one group. How can Rosham know? Second group. Means the Rosham knows, but he's not controlling it. We're not important to him. That just like the, like, like the fish, Bereshem says, you know, that fish is so important to me. Okay. Now, when the Bereshem expresses an interest in a whole group or even an individual, the Russian change does in, in, intervenes in a clear way. So all of these uh, these thought processes are now not true. That the Russian intervenes in the case that he's, he, he's here. The Russian is the, the, the assumption of, of the philosophers was if the Russian is a Kadam, the Russian doesn't have the, doesn't have the power to intervene. The Russian's ability to intervene only is to think of the fact that he's the one who really is who made it, and therefore he has power over it to affect it. The Russian knows he's mashkiach, which means he's interested, and he has the ability to do it. And when this is predicted beforehand, he's 
speaks to man and reveals the secrets to to his Nevi'im. So now we've created the foundation for the whole Torah. The Russian says, I'm here in the here in the The Russian did not just let us live a life of Mikrim or whatever occurs, like they thought. The land belongs to Kaddish Baruch full control. This is something which the the, the nations of the world were, were, were not clear about. Okay, then he says like this. So we need this clarity. So the Russians should like redo this every year, like every five years, every ten years, every generation. We need to have reminders. And we should pass it on. You know, you need. This is very important to the Russian. We pass this on, so the 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 Chag which celebrates the, this message and the lessons which are there is very important. Don't chapter with it. We take these things. We put them al yudeno. We put we put the tool on our on our body. So we match you see time every day. Okay. And then uh, we would do a sukkah now you, I don't know. Mezuzah used to be cheap, you know. Now he has good, good mezuzah over a hundred dollars. Okay, but you you buy mezuzah for for one zuz. The kavod bepisrei, and he puts it on his doorway. When he's kaben binyana, and he thinks about what it means. Now the Ramah the Ramah says in Hevel Mezuzah that every time that person walks in out of the door, he's pegeya beyichur Hashem. He pushes meets the yichur Hashem. He, he, he sees the mezuzah. He's responding on what the message is, and he thinks about yichur Hashem. Every time he goes in and out of his house. So the Rabbans said, if you would talk a thing about it, you've, you've declared that Bershom created the world, the Bershom is aware, the Bershom is controlling it. Um, and you believe in all of the sutras of the Torah? It takes care of us in tremendous ways. All mitzvahs are important. The the purpose of all the mitzvahs is that we should have a munah and we should use and we should recognize that the Russia created us. And that's why the Russia created the world. The Russia created the world. Why? Why is the Russia mentioned this whole thing? That we should know and we should recognize the Kodesh Baruch Now, but the purpose of that is not for him. The Russian has, has he, you know, he has a, a COVID complex. He needs to be, you know, get get COVID. So he says, you know, listen, I want you all to get that and say, tell me I'm wonderful. Right? That's not the point. The point is, it's good for us. But that's what, that's what Caesar taught us. That that, that don't, don't make the mistake. It's not about him. Because if we were thinking about him, that, that's about Azorah. The idea of davening out loud, getting together to daven is That's what it's all about. Okay. Um.
Then he says the last point over here. Not much the last word of the page. Umin hanisim hagdarlim hamufersamim other moedah benisim and storm. Shehem yisod atorah kula. Rabban says, let's take it a step right. That when 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 we get Yisus Rambam right. We understand you see what time wasn't there was one time the Russian inter- there's the world, the Russian intervenes. Is that the Russian has a purpose for creating the world. And the purpose of the world is this relationship which we have with him. So that's what the whole world is about. So there's no such thing as t- nature. It's all about a relationship. So everything which we're experiencing is the Bersham taking care of us through the world. Right, that the world is not about a natural reality. The world is about a relationship. Therefore, So, we'll understand from the, what happened over here, a whole new ball game of how you're supposed to look, look at the world. So Brish Morts will never give us that. That that, that was confusing to us. A Roman will cop that. A nation's not gonna cop that. We're not holding a dragon to cop that. But the Russian says, okay, for you, the nation I'm gonna give you such a clarity in your in front of your nose that you understand what the world is about. That's I think the message the Rabban is saying. I think it's a very you know Rabkal Salavishan writes says this is the most important Rabban in the, in the in his whole parish on the Chumash is this this Rabban right that this is what he's describing Pashi he's giving us a, 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 a framework to understand Kol Targul right you see it's Mitzrayim all of the the, the Yisraelis of Amuna Schar Ba'arnish the purpose of the world I mean he's putting it all together in like one you know one little pair one long paragraph right <laughs> But um, so I told you once a goin. The goin says that that um, that bitachin is the purpose of the whole Torah. Remember that? I tell you that goin. We did it together in the sukkah, right? The goin says that bitachin is the purpose of the whole Torah. Um, so what does it mean? You know, bitachin means you know. So bitachin the the, the because the Bible says that bitachin in his shara bitachin, he says we got we have to define terms. Bitachin is the state of menuchas and nafish. I feel totally comfortable because I trust the, the the one I'm trusting. I trust him, and therefore I worry. So says bitachin is davar melech's being in the in Barsham's arms. So there's nothing to worry about. There's, I'm totally relaxed. The, the marshal I gave, you know, and the marshal which I give, you know, for myself, is I, I remember we, we we went on a family vacation. I don't know, it was in 1967, and my father was 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 well enough that he was able to come on the vacation. So we went together, and the whole family was there, and we came back, and my, my parents are driving, and I was a little kid, had a great day, and you know, my parents are like all powerful. There's no world, worries in the world, and just like you fall asleep in this state of total euphoria. Total manuchas and nevish, total confidence, total safety, total security, etc. That's what bitachin is supposed to be. So the purpose of the whole Torah is to get us to that type of relationship. That's what we're going to say. Every single mitzvah which we have is to help us deal, interface with the world in such a way that we have a clarity understanding of what the relationship with the Torah is. It's a relationship of safety and security, of love and care, not of demands and, uh, and, and, and punishments. And so this person wrote, he says, his description, that these people, version of Rosh Hashanah, is Pasha about Azar. That's what he wrote in his article. It's the, way they, the way they picture Rosh Hashanah is like, you know, you know hey, hey, we're, we're in trouble. Like, no, no, no. The, we, we, the last possible we say in Malchus is, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekein Hashem Echot. That's Malchus. The Bershom is Echot. There's nothing else in the world but Kodesh Baruch Hu. So, the distance between us and Kodesh Baruch Hu is infinite. We're nothings. We have no independent existence. The Bershom has independent existence. The gap between that is like, you know, a billion light years doesn't describe that gap. So, what should the next words be after that? The, the awareness of the distance is the awe of the awareness of the distance. That's Yira. 
The next word is the awareness of that distance is to enhance your understanding that the Bershom, who's so distant from you, and logic says that he couldn't care less about you, reaches across the, all of the, the universe out to you and says, I'm interested in you. Can you imagine a feeling of Ava greater than that? How much he cares about you and how awesome that is. And how good you're going to feel about that. And you should love Kodesh Baruch Hu That's the way we're, that's how Kaiser is supposed to eat Malchus Hashem. Yes, we have your Shemai, which we understand that we don't, we don't, we we don't want to compromise that relationship because it's so valuable to me. The, the the year what we're aiming for is is not the year of I'm scared, I'm in trouble. It's the, the um, I'm forgetting who said this marshal, right? I'm given, I'm saying the modern version of the module. His example, I think it was, it was a glass, a Tennessee valuable glass vase. Right? They come up, they come up like we gave the module two weeks ago, a cure for, 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 for cancer. And so far, there's only one prototype. And they put, give it in my hands to deliver it where it has to go. It's so valuable that Pasha, I'm, I'm, I have year, I'm, 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 I'm constant in fear of dropping it. Not because I'm in trouble, because it's so valuable, I don't want to drop it. That's how the Messiah describes Yeris Chait. Chait is lost in Chasorin. There'll be some, if, if I, I'm going to damage the relationship. I don't want to damage the relationship. We would like a person in a marriage to, to respect and value his relationship with his wife so much that he's scared not that he's scared he's scared he doesn't want to do anything which might damage it because it's so important to him it's so valuable to him it's so loving to him and so he, he, it's so, he likes it so much I would never want to do something which could, could hurt it so I'm always going to be careful to make sure I don't hurt it that's Yerush Chait that's what Shemeshem describes Yerush Chait it comes from total avo and a total awareness of how valuable this relationship is. I don't want to blow it because why would I want to? I would be so devastated to drop such a thing. So that's I think that, that that's a, a framework to understand the, the message of the parshiyos between this time. So from that vantage point of the koyach of das of Adam. When you use that kind of das to be mischaber to an isha, and not in, in the, the Torah described way, you're wasting that kind of das that the Russian gave you into something else. That's the problem of of, of, of these chetoyim, and that's why these parshias are the parshias which can correct that hate. So it's not about learning learning musar about the hilchas nida and hilchas nias. It's it's redefining the relationship with it. It's going to become so so overwhelming to you and so powerful to you that I don't want to waste that kayak that Rosham gave me of connecting to him into something which 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 is which cheapens it. It's a and it's a waste. Okay.